0: Welcome to Minority Corner, where we take an introspective look at the world through an intersectional lens. I'm James, he, him. I'm a queer political activist, actor, comedian, self-proclaimed sexy blue. That's a um, black bird. And each week I'm joined in the corner by other fabulous minorities and some allies tackling the news pop culture, politics, media, entertainment, and history with a little self-care, self-love sprinkled throughout, all for our own personal and collective empowerment. Welcome to an all new episode of Minority Corner y'all we are back and we had to bring them back we have Avi Roque back because there was so much good good we we're talking about last week and we had to keep that conversation on rolling on to this week too much goodness y'all I am swooning over Oscar Isaac and Pedro Pascal's beautiful friendship and relationship we've got to discuss it we've seen the photos. We've heard the interviews and it just really reconstructing and really blazing the trail into how we look at male male relationships, friendships. They can be a beautiful thing. I love it so much. I'm swooning. I'm drooling. I'm just loving it so much. Plus, we go into a little plug corner where we've got to talk about Avi Roque's amazing Performance, audio performance in the Owl House on Disney Plus. If you haven't seen it, make sure to add it because it is a groundbreaking role and we talk about it. And maybe I'm also in a movie that you might be able to see on Amazon Prime or Apple TV as well. And then, in the main event, I have been talking about this for weeks, plugging it, hyping it up, and I am sure it is going to be worth the wait. Y'all, we are talking about the legend, Afro-Mexican, Emilio Roble, born Emilio Robles, who fought in the Mexican Revolution and we're going to talk about their revolutionary just journey, how they became the first transgender soldier to fight in Mexican military history. We talk about their story and their erasure, and just how this might inspire our own actor here on the pod, Avi, as well. So it is an action-packed episode. Lots of great information. We're going to unpack it. We're going to laugh. We're going to learn. We're going to play. We're going to do all the things because that's what we do right here on Minority Corner. Right, let's go. I
1: might need more wine. Oops.
0: Did I? <laughs> oh, I didn't realize more wine. I didn't realize we were even on the wine. I missed that memo. I didn't see that in our email. Sorry. No. Okay, I'll drink oh, water instead. what's in that canteen? It's water. This is, I don't believe this this you This is now. water. You're okay. You're rude. This is water. Well, I'm rude. <laughs> drink. Have another drink, Avi. Um. <laughs> no, I'm in the booth.
1: I'm in the booth. Recording the wine's session. The too far
0: away? It's too far. <laughs> oh, So you have a rule. You're like, I don't bring wine in the booth. Is that your rule? Like, you drink it outside.
1: Oh. No, I had my cup in here on by the way, I wanna plug.
0: Yes, plug These away. um
1: coasters that a wonderful, lovely fan <gasps> gave me of, of the owl, owl house. house. I'm dead. They're the um oh my god, glyphs. Glyphs. There's different yes. glyphs in the owl house. Like plant glyph and yeah. Oh wow! I wish. Look at me. I don't know my. <laughs> That's okay. You, you're, you. What are you?
0: Is Lena Jolie? Don't know what <laughs> the movie is. <laughs> I don't
1: know my character.
0: <laughs> you know why? Like, okay, that wasn't a diss. That wasn't next... a diss. No, because you're because okay. you're you're like on, moving up to the B list, which means like you're on to the next project already. You ain't got time. To... You're like <laughs> I. You're like project. I recorded that two you years ago. I'm already a new character. Stop it. I don't oh my recall. God. Oh my but goodness. watch the it's House. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry.
1: Get no, to the good news. Get well, to the good get news. To, you're like,
0: Give me that good, good. Well, that's also good news. We're going to link. Is there a link to buy those coasters? I want some coasters. Oh, my goodness. That's a great question. <laughs> okay, Angie.
1: <laughs> Angie, <laughs> I love that you still call me that. Even but I wasn't though calling <laughs> you that. I was calling oh. Angelina Jolie that. Oh, um,
0: but I As I said that, I was like, oh, yeah, I do remember. <laughs> no, I was calling, okay. I call
1: Angelina Jolie, Angie. You call Angelina Jolie, Angie. <laughs> was it calling you, Oh, my gosh, Abby. I got confused. <laughs> I know, you probably work in this. I was like, place. whoa, back in time. Call back, call back. I would never. Uh, I know you wouldn't. Oh, my I gosh, wouldn't. sorry. I oh. <sighs>
0: gosh how dare if i would never ever as i said it was like oh that's not for you that's for my friend angelina angie angelina jolie i I, my goodness Mm. okay (laughs) good news good news (laughs) find those coasters on your own it's part of the scavenger hunt (laughs) (laughs) okay i there's two actors that i have been i don't usually okay there's two actors i i love and i'm like i wonder if they're friends they are and they love each other so Oscar Isaac calls Pedro Pedro Pascal. I love them both. I'm gonna drool here for a moment. Mm-hmm. His sweet girlfriend and his baby. I'm going to cry. So, um, so Oscar Isaac and Pedro Pascal, if you don't know, are so such amazing friends. Which apparently. Their romance or just relationship, I would say, began way back in two thousand five. I there's they just really love sh- love each other. And Ramezka Ramezcla. Ramezcla, the blog? Uh, did I say it right?
1: Remezcla.
0: Yeah. Which <laughs> they quoted me in an article recently. No way. Did I tell ta- okay, so you know, I hosted the Eternals Red Carpet and I you had did. a moment with Salma Hayek and Victoria Alonzo, who's an executive producer with Marvel Studios. She is yeah. executive producer... All 25 Marvel Studios films. She's been there from the beginning. Wow. Her and Salma Hayek love each other, of course. So these like powerhouse Latinas. And Salma Hayek was on stage. Victoria Alonso comes crashing onto the stage and they just start speaking in Spanish. And so R- Ramezcala like mm-hmm. quoted me there like the headline is like Victoria Alonso and Salma Hayek speak in Spanish at the red carpet and they don't care. And like they, something to that effect. Because they start speaking in Spanish. We're on live television, right? This right. Kid, they just start speaking in Spanish. And then Sama Hayek was like, the hosts are not bilingual. They don't know what you're saying. And then uh, Victoria Alonso goes, whatever, let them learn. And she oh. just keeps on going. And so this is, and I, without missing a beat, just go, "We'll see, look how international this movie is. It is a space for everybody here at Eternals. We are an international movie. And so the article quoted me of like, and then
1: James Arthur said, and so it
0: included me in the celebration of that. That is
1: so cool, (laughs) and that was such a great. You're just such a great thinker on your toes. You know how to just improvise. You're there. (laughs) That is so cool.
0: Yeah. So, anyways, I've been I've been quoted in the uh, again my second name my second name check. uh, um, There was another one. (laughs) Wait,
1: what? There's another one that you were quoted.
0: Well, it was from uh, it was uh, in response to Generation. I don't think I was directly named. Oh, that, right? was...
1: oh my gosh! Stop it! You are so funny. <laughs> yes, everyone. Um, please. What was it? The Hollywood Reporter. Oh Correct. shit! I forgot. It was, the, it was the Hollywood Reporter. Um, if you read an article, <laughs> and it says,
0: "Well, my friend says that's me. I'm the friend." Yes, yes. yes. And response to generation, I and I, have been telling people like I think my adoption clock is ticking because when I see yeah. two male parents, gay male parents, I just yeah. start I cry. This yeah. happened in Eternals as well. I just, yeah. I just cry. My, my adoption clock Aww. is ticking. I and I was quoted so. in your article in the article yes. about well, it. not my article, my,
1: <laughs> my, my, my partner's article, yes, yeah. <laughs> because it was information <laughs> that you shared with me that I shared with her. I also like this
0: note that the article refers to me and your partner as friends. So we are yes. friends. I just yes. want that. Oh, I yeah.
1: never physically met, but yeah. we are friends. I know. I know. It will happen. It was so close when you hear so it close. When you were here Almost. in LA, but it just oh the time. Ships in the wind. Ships in the, the wind. I was gonna say we're um, like Dave Chical like the fans to...
0: group trying to meet, but I don't like that
1: reference. So no. <laughs> I okay. thought you were talking about Pedro Pascal and uh, uh, Oscar. Mm. And Oscar Isaac, Os- who... Oscar Isaac.
0: I talked about this before. Oscar Isaac in Scenes from a Marriage is so dreamy. And also, Scenes from a Marriage, I've mentioned this before in the podcast, but like it is a masterclass in acting. If mm. you can look at it through that lens, then amazing. If you're in a relationship, it's probably going to be too much, but I am oh, not wow. in a relationship, and I'm just like, these two actors are amazing. Oscar Isaac, I love you so much, and I don't usually like straight guys. I don't usually, but in this interview, um, he was asked because he just—he's done Star Wars, he's done Dune—and he was asked in uh, an interview with Rameskala. Oh, that's how we got here, Rameskala. <laughs> he was. That's how, We're back. He was asked, I um, if if Oscar Isaac would like to go to space next, since he's been there for both Star Wars and Dune um and i think he was asked like who would he take with him if he had to go to space mm. next and then mm. he goes i'd have to say my sweet girlfriend pedro my girl we're two sisters space sisters that's my baby and then he added and finished by warning our cold uh, he uh, and he said it's my pedro he just was like mm. that's what he said they're if you see the photos they're just such amazing i just i love that because it's just breaking down male relation, male male relationships like whatever it is it doesn't need a label i don't know maybe they have like experimented with each other i don't Mm -hmm. know it's not my business who cares but like just letting the fluidity of relationships and i just applaud them because you look at their photos together it's just like i they're adorable and i just Mm. and even if they like there should be more male friendships that just allow themselves to to speak that space sisters because they both were in star wars as well that's um, beautiful i just i love it so i had to I love that and i love them both so much and they're so dreamy and i love them i just i love it
1: i if I, I can, if you don't I know, know i love it that's beautiful That's beautiful i'm looking at the photos right now. aren't
0: they so cute very, we'll link very them in the, precious. We'll, 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 in the shoe notes the show notes yes i've got it's them so cute but you know
1: i wonder too sometimes i'm like is this just me, like assuming too? But like international, like Is Pedro yeah. Pascal not from? Is, he's I don't know, he's sorry. Guada-
0: he's from uh Guatemalan and uh okay. Cuban descent, but yet still gets cast to play a lot of Middle Eastern roles. Oh, so interesting! I, interesting, they're like, interesting.
1: Yes, it's awkward. Yeah. Okay, but um, yeah, and again, I don't know. You might know more information. And Oscar Isaac, like American, born raised. Oh, that's awesome well so, Pedro I, I think okay, Pedro sorry. Pascal also correct me if I'm wrong I feel like he's from Spain know. all right let's Google okay this. got you okay well I, I, my point is sometimes I think international oh um, Pedro
0: Pascal is yes. a
1: Chilean American actor oh thank you thank you for the fact mm-hmm.
0: uh, thank you
1: yes there we go um that sometimes it feels like cis men or those mm. relationships seem a little bit more affectionate where it doesn't feel like You know, so taboo and so like, um, like here in the United States, yeah. So I don't know. It just that's beautiful too. That that this relationship is visible and it's, you know, like you said, something to look to that is not so like we're two men and uh, Uh, we just. Drink beer. Ah, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> Stay over there. No homo. Tap like, your nuts. Right. Yeah. Right. Like they're like just like they're o- yes. they're
0: overly affectionate, and he's yes. like, "This is." And what I love too, it's like, I use that language with my, I uh, I uh, queer male friends. Mm-hmm. I will say, well, we'll we use I uh, female pronouns with each other because mm-hmm. for us, there's I think the sometimes that the, the I think because. um uh, uh, people who connect uh, uh, folks who connect to more um uh female gender just tend to be more willing to be more affectionate mm. so we call each other sisters because brothers isn't strong enough there's mm. something that's like so and also turning the flip on gender as well it's like a fuck you to yeah. that but like like the, my really close friends we will say like okay you're my sister you know like mm. we because there's such a close bond that i don't think that because men don't allow themselves to be so close and i feel like women do and so yeah uh, it's and and so i just love that they too are adopting that because it's like oh we're so much closer than brothers we are sisters you know like we're yeah. space and also space sisters space on, sisters, space sisters. <laughs> <laughs> and they get it and they're having fun with it and like fuck you we don't give a flying fuck what you think about us and they're just like this is a month it's a monumental moment i've never seen this before in the industry hollywood or just in the mainstream before that's
1: awesome so. i love it and i love them now
0: <sighs> i'm gonna put <print> out <laughs> these pictures and put them on my <laughs> oh my wall goodness they're my boyfriends. <laughs> but it's what i just hope to have and achieve there's a picture of them like just sitting and drinking coffee by like the water i see and they're that. like looking so Lovingly at each other, I can go. I could cry. I just, I
1: don't know. And then like fixing each other's um, clothes, like (sighs) like at a uh, maybe an event, an award ceremony, a premiere or something. Just loving each
0: other. So, anyways, we'll link it in the show notes. Definitely take a look. And uh, there we go. All right, amazing. Well, we're gonna take a bit of a break, and when we get back, we are getting into our history tab machines. Whoa, maybe you thought <laughs> that <laughs> was a good you, sound effect. That was good. Well, you are the sound expert, you are, <laughs> you are, you're in your oh studio. So right? I'd expect nothing less, but it was, and it was amazing too. Um, but we're going to come back, and maybe you're like, Oh, I thought Latinx Hispanic Heritage Month was over. Why are we talking about that? Well, listen, you can celebrate Latinx uh, Hispanic Heritage all year long and we're going to with the story of Emilio Roble who was the first transgender soldier in Mexican military history and their erasure was
1: I cannot wait hey kid your dad tell you about the time he broke Stephen Dorf's nose at the kid's choice awards (laughs)
0: In Dead Pilot Society, scripts that were developed by studios and networks but were never
1: produced are given the table reads they deserve. When I was a kid, I had to spend my Christmas break filming a PSA about angel dust. So, yeah, being a kid sucks sometimes.
0: Presented by Andrew Reich and Ben Blacker. Dead Pilot Society, twice a month on MaximumFun.org. You
1: know, the show you like, that hobo with the scarf who lives in a magic dumpster. <laughs> Doctor
0: Who. Yeah. Here we go. All right. History time. Also, it's still October, and it is LGBTQ plus history month. So this is fitting right in, and I forgot that it fits. Are you Are you?
1: This is great. No, I'm right here. I'm just like my mind went somewhere where I was like I thought you froze you know, for a it feels moment. Feels like we're always No, I did not freeze. <laughs> There's just always seems and this is not like a dig or like a diss or whatever but it's always like a month, a special month, an international day and th- and like I great because it's what creates awareness
0: got to have a theme we love a theme i listen do love a theme. i understand that too because then i'm like oh gosh what like well no i understand yes yeah i get you and it's like yeah. theme. we could but we're also technically out of latinx heritage month and we're still we're still talking about latinx As figures We should though <laughs> that's my point yes <laughs> which is why we're breaking <laughs> boundaries but we still are in the confines of lgbtq plus uh yes okay. and this will yes we yes, are, we are. Yeah. That, which is fine with we're, yours we're doing it, yeah. we're doing it. Yeah. okay so the sources for this uh one of the sources are ramescala
1: uh oh <laughs> your favorite
0: uh, back sponsoring uh this episode here so let's talk mexican revolution so if you don't know the mexican revolution it was a very lengthy battle that lasted about 10 years in the early 1900s and there was decades of economic struggle you had the upper class who was flourishing under porfirio diaz's presidency did i get that right uh okay And um, lower and middle class citizens organized to overthrow the corrupt brugine. They were like, oh, no, you're getting out of here. So the people were revolting. I almost wish. Maybe there is. There should be a musical about this. All right. So to date, the Mexican Revolution is largely considered the greatest transformative event and con- in the country's history which is good i feel like revolution should be um so that's good mm-hmm. glad that that is and then when it began in 1910 with an uprising to oust the country's then president profirio diaz the <laughs> i have to get into it I have to <laughs> <laughs> otherwise it won't come out right uh the major <laughs> armed struggle would later usher in mexico's 1917 constitution and many other changes to society so this revolution yeah, this revolution it was all hands on deck because again it was mm. the folks from the under like com- coming up and they didn't have the power so it was like everybody's involved everybody's got a job to do let's go so you even had ladies mm. taking up the charge and they were like okay we're here ladies let's get in formation and there's <laughs> <laughs> a quote that's where Beyoncé 2 nice. inspired Beyonce. from it. so you had <laughs> the soldaderas the soldaderas oh soldaderas okay yes so the soda datas were like we here too, and they were participating in the armed conflict. Um, sometimes they're also called adelitas. Oh, ah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And these women range from they be you know camp followers who were helping out, cooking, and doing some nurses. They're like, uh oh, he bleeding. Let's fix him. Um, his arms off <laughs> and uh, wounded. <laughs> And they are when they're attending the wounding soldiers, but some of them were also commanding officers they're like, oh, hell no. I know some things I'm going to shoot. I know where we should go. I got ideas and plans. But they mostly if they were going to be commanding officers, they had to do it under the guise of being men. So like Mulan mm. style. Mm. And so some of the soldaderas dressed as men, and they would also take on male names to protect themselves against sexual violence, because even though you're here doing this revolution, Men are terrible worldwide because that just this was, is
1: very Mulan. <laughs> You're right, kidding, but it, Mulan
0: is a universal story. Like it really, right. you know. Um, and Mulan was not the only one, you know, just the only one that got a movie. Know. Um,
1: yeah. Okay. Well, this is the next movie. This right is. Here.
0: <laughs> this sounds incredibly fascinating. And you know what? Watch, two years from now, three years from now, this is about to be a movie. This happens every time. Minority Corner always breaks. Somebody's listening. Wow in Hollywood because it happens Hidden Figures we had that like we already done did that like there was we had talked about it before Um, uh, Tulsa we had been talking about that and everyone's like oh okay let's you know put it on our TV shows which is so please let's happy to break the news
1: or break history Well, keep doing, keep doing the work, James. <laughs>
0: keep doing the work. <laughs> uh, thank you. All right. All right. So there was a lot of sexual violence and, uh, uh, um, and high-ranking officials who resented women warriors as well. And this is according mm-hmm. to Pablo Piccato. It's a double C. So, I'm... Pic- oh, Pablo P-I- Piccato. Piccato. P-I-C-C-A-T-O.
1: P-I-C-C-A t-o mm-hmm. piccato there's you're adding an extra c p-i-c-c-a-t-o yes yeah, piccato Picato. oh okay <laughs> <laughs> pablo piccato <laughs> nice
0: <laughs> too much alliteration um, we are doing great okay who's a professor of latin american history of Colum- at columbia university so he was mm-hmm. like this is what was going on And so essentially, like, so the ladies were there, they were present, but they were not recognized in the military, not even by some of their partners. It was like, you know, Mm. oh, they're here, but no one was really acknowledging that, like, okay, there are women here who are helping us, like, fucking win this shit, who are doing doing it up. Like, thank God they are here because we would be losing, and we would have been a joke Mm. and losing this revolution. Mm -hmm. What happens when you lose a revolution is, like, a de-evolution or like a don't elution i don't know i feel like france Food lost france. one of their revolutions let's we'll look into Did that they? i think so they had mm-hmm. two i don't remember um so some archive there was uh no there was also some were able to get notable ranking and and, and some were also held in high regards you had some who were the haters haters gonna hate but some were like brava yes you are doing it we're here for you and however the mexican army operating at peak machismo did not officially recognize women's titles so they were like oh yeah you have a title and then like but it wasn't like official kind of like when Mm. my younger cousin would play video games with us and we would be Mm. like oh he's like five and we're like you know older and he's like i want to play and we'd be like oh yeah you're that character and his controller wasn't plugged in so it was like that and thought he was like helping us out and doing stuff and um again because we had power exactly oh i'm not Ah. defending us we were violent so after the war was over these roles were then dissolved so even if you had a role they were like you did it and they're like oh my gosh we did this together we won the revolution they're like okay you Mm. need to get back to you know cooking and cleaning and all those other things isn't that awful terrible but not emilio emilio was being his true self and he was like oh i am finally me i'm not going back you're not you're not putting me back in a box so thus begins let's rewind now that we've set the scene for what was going on yes let's talk emilio robles avila
1: wow you know you're teaching me something right now and i'm so sad that i did not know this but i'm so well overjoyed there's also a, that i'm learning a, this now well
0: again it's not your fault because again for one our fault. history no it's it's <laughs> their fault our history is always like erased and overlooked yes. you know so of which course, is uh
1: uh-huh. eraser yes, we'll get to on, that it's not on you oh, yeah, there was an trend. eraser that's right uh, okay tell me so
0: emilio robles avila is believed to be one of the first transgender figures in latin american history so assigned female at birth and named emilia robles avila november 3rd 1889 so happy almost birthday Emilio. emilio and uh emilio would later uh rise to the rank of colonel during the mexican revolution and there is a photo of emilio what's so dope about emilio is emilio is, is actually well there his life is well documented so it's not just mm. speculation because there are also Emilio is not like the first there are other folks but sometimes it's kind of pieced together through speculation and things like that so um Gabriella Cano there's a dope picture of Emilio standing there looking all dope and got a gun on his like you know yes. holster you see Emilio popping out just be like, I
1: just had to Google yes mm-hmm, mm-hmm um this is amazing yes
0: so uh, gabriella cano a historian and professor at the college of mexico said that Colonel robles was not a transsexual nor a transvestite nor a butch lesbian what you call women who like other women but someone who adopts behaviors that are traditionally masculine so this is just what is Mm -hmm. documented so that's why we feel confident in saying because again these words were not you know there you know necessarily and so sometimes it's hard to retroactively name someone something that's also happened with activist absolutely um polly murray who there's an amazing documentary about where you know people are saying they're trans but we're you know and 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 now when you go and talk about polly murray you know using they them pronouns we don't know what they would have preferred you know but absolutely but for the case of this and using the remezcla article who i trust in the way that they look at things we're going to go with the male pronouns because it does look like that is how Emilio lived his life and that's like, you know, we'll get into a story if you called Emilio like a woman or anything else other than oh, oh wow. you were going to get it. You were going to get oh, it. Wow. <laughs> so early life, Robles was born the child of a middle-class rancher in starts with an x and I always struggle zochi so oh, yeah. zochipla zochipala guerrero Sochipla Sochipla there it is so okay. guerrero and they were from a like wealthy family somewhat you know middle class but that was considered you know it's not poor and so they went to a catholic Shopee. school oh, but oh yeah what, what did you get Z-zo- no how did you spell it how did you spell it x-o-c-h-i-p-a-l-a
1: It's So Chipala. So Chipala. So that X sound. I and I need to learn more. But please go ahead, continue. Thank you. Keep me
0: hundred And they're from a wealthy family. And so through that they were expected to go to Catholic school and by the age of twelve they were, you know, trained in the traditional things that they were having the girls do. It was like sewing and cooking and cleaning. Um, men's clothing and things like that. And they were like, no, this is not me. This is not my life. Uh-uh. And so we're quickly labeled stubborn and defiant. And they were out in the streets doing the opposite. They were like, this is me. This is who I really am. Fuck you and your oppressive laws. And even before joining the Mexican Revolution, Robles was a famed marksman and writer. They were like, boom, boom, boom. I can do this. I can ride this horse. See that? Live in their true self. And they were he was a member of the Zapatistas, which was an armed Mm -hmm. group led by Emiliano Zapata and Mm -hmm. would serve under different revolutionary leaders until he commanded his own troops. But at the age of 22, just before they were about to be married off, they joined the revolution. Phew! Saved by the revolution. Because then they went, <laughs> uh, sorry, I got to go, got to go fight, yeah, right? Because I'm saved by the revolution, da 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 nice. TV show,
1: Nice, nice, <laughs> saved
0: by the revolution. <laughs> Ooh, uh, you want to get married? Uh, I got to go fight this revolution. Uh, phew. So it's believed that he had been handed off by his mother to a soldier for protection, and then somehow worked his way into battle chopped his hair off, yeah, Right, very moving. chopped his hair <laughs> off and then uh, legally changed uh, his name to Emilio Robles Avila, um, and that was the name wow. that they were known for henceforth. And so you have to think about this, too. 1900s, they did this all and lived their life without hormones or surgery and nice. constructed a physical appearance and a masculine social identity um, with the cultural resources, r- cultural resources at his hand. And after war moved to like an isolated area in, in Mexico mm. and then just moved from, you know, to an identity that really felt right for him. And he was quoted saying this, this, that, you know, the fighting in the war had this sensation of being completely free and and didn't feel mm. that in, – in, didn't feel that in the same way as his life before with these expectations of being a woman it was just be able to be their free self but of course this is a time when Mexican society was completely binary man or woman the language is there um, but just just trailblazer let's talk about how Emilio was doing it up in the war so like well whether was he a good fighter but about here we go so same as any other traditional mexican man and this was itself like just really was treated the same as any traditional mexican man um and and um however that they they despite that they also had grew up with strictly traditional and religious views he was expected accept, accepted by both family and community for just being you know his true self they were like yep that's you i see you amelia mm-hmm. All right." And also was known to have many romantic affairs, but would eventually <laughs> meet and marry Angela Torres, with whom Aww. he would later adopt a daughter, and they would name Regula Robles Torres. Beautiful. Isn't
1: beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm ready to, uh, for this movie to be made. You, you so should I can play... play this
0: part. You should play <laughs> Emilio
1: Robles. <gasps>
0: um. Okay okay let's get this happen oh my god we have to make this happen this is (laughs) i am telling you this for a reason
1: remember we're like this is why oh my gosh i'm excited this is amazing james no seriously i am legit because i've never i'm always like what is my dream role like what do i want to do yeah like because sometimes my passion has been lost in like Mm. anything on camera yeah and in film. But, anyways, you okay. should am no, no, ready to manifest. Absolutely. I'm ready to I manifest. think, like,
0: continue, like, maybe write, like, let's get, get to writing. Like, you could write that You're story, right. like, maybe even start off as a one person show, and, like, who yes. knows? But, like, I, I think this is your story this to tell. Cool. Like, you would this is fucking cool. rock this out. Um wow, James.
1: Yay. You're an angel. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about. All right, po- keep telling us. Let's talk keep about post life.
0: So. And about yeah, I got to tell you about this movie that you're going to to play this part. So, in 1970, okay. the Secretary of National Defense officially recognized and listed Robles specifically as a veteran veterano oh veterano, veterano okay. or a male veteran. And this is key cuz not a veterana right so Uh really huge 1970s Um, and so they're a veterano of the mexican revolution which made him the first trans soldier in mexican military history Mm. he died more than a decade later on december 9th uh 1984. pretty long life wow yeah yeah right pretty long and then Although again, I mentioned this that Robles was accepted as a man by his family and friends. Uh, with time, the recognition of his gender identity became diluted. So mm. he then later in like the his- in like the histories of museums and school museums they were uh, um, referring to the- him as Cornelia like a uh, female colonel Cornell Cornella, no. Cornelia uh, Amelia Robles okay. and so that no. yes absolutely so
1: no. Mm-hmm. no
0: very frustrating so that's also got to be like in the movie too where it's like and then it gets recorrected no um, and so um but there is a museum named after him in the town that he uh was from zochipala guerrero okay Uh, okay uh wait
1: from where
0: from what there's a museum there's a museum in Zochipala. zochipala Guerrero named after him, as well as a special award given annually at the Fester of Gender and Sexual Diversity in Morelos. And it's like his, you know, actual name, you know, not this. Yes, honoring his name, who he is Mm -hmm. and what he did. Yes. So there was a moment, that moment has been corrected. So there was a moment when they were like not uh, seeing him for his true identity and trying to be like, oh no, this was a female uh, colonel. That's been course-corrected.
1: I see. Yeah, we're Very back good. to the
0: good stuff. We're back we're back, back, on track. There I'm is one thing to note. Corrected. So when you are preparing for this role, do you keep this in mind? That there <laughs> oh is some, um, because of his privilege and his wealth, um, mm. that can't also be overlooked. That's why, you know, he's probably able to rise to the ranks. Uh, so, you know. Oh, I see. But you cannot take away from it this tenacity. He was no nonsense. So no, you can't be all like jokey joke. But I know you'll like okay. give it some layers. You'll be like, a, t- a pow 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 pow, <laughs> right with a safe uh, gun. Oh on set. yes, absolutely, hundred percent. Or we can also CGI them as well. That's um, CGI, yeah. But fools who dared to refer to Amelia with a female pronoun were quickly faced with the business end of Emilio's pistol. Swack! As he demanded wow. an immediate apology for correction, and few made that mistake twice.
1: Wow, bad. Yeah. Can I say bad words? Yes you
0: can, bad Bad ass ass. So (laughs) I Because I promised the Corner Kids a few weeks ago Because we were were, uh, highlighting um, Oh we did a little bit of this Earlier in October actually, I forgot We're highlighting as part of uh, uh, Latinx Heritage Month, we're highlighting Uh uh, LGBTQ Plus figures that you should know about Within the community, and then I stumbled upon uh, Emilio Robles And I was like, whoa he needs his own
1: corner own celebration just an amazing story and figure right well james thank you for sharing all of that with us and again i mean this is the kind of you know representation and visibility that Mm. we we need and we need to learn about and we need to be educated on and it's just that was really great so thank you awesome well and I hope I can at least come
0: to your Oscar after party when you win an Oscar oh, for this.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I mean it'll be. I mean this is going to be a part of the speech. Okay, awesome. <laughs> um,
0: okay, cool, cool, cool. We'll figure out like where I am and like you know I can get a little. <laughs> Do I have to have money to be a producer? Or can I just be like I think we should? I had the idea. <laughs>
1: James, yes, you can, you'll can. you be able to have a, a title and a okay, credit. Okay, I'll be there. Okay, cute, cute, cute. we're gonna do it. Also, Emilio Robles, thank you. And yes, the movie, Emilio coming
0: Robles. To the theater.
1: Hey, I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. And I'm Elliot Kalin. Together, we're The Flophouse. A podcast where we watch a bad movie
0: and then talk about it. Movies like Space Hobos, Into the Outer Reaches of the Unknown and the Things That We Don't Know, the movie. And also, Who's That Grandma?
1: Zazzle Zippers, Breakdown 2, and Backhanded Compliment. Elvis is a Policeman. Baby Crocodile, and the Happy Twins. Leftover Potatoes? Station Wagon 3. Herbie Goes to Hell. New episodes available every other Saturday.
0: Available at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Bye. Bye! Right, let's wrap it up. Thing, last thing okay because <laughs> you're in the closet and it's hot. i'm in the
1: closet I'm and i have sorry. to go eat dinner okay <laughs> give me like
0: you okay i have to it's plug corner and i have to celebrate okay. you because wow. uh, this is a new corner mm-hmm. uh, plug corner we have to celebrate you because i just watched the owl house and you are oh. such an all-star if you all don't know the owl house is on disney plus avi is in it there are two episodes you definitely want to uh watch i mean definitely you want to watch in order because it is all connected in plot lines but uh ida ida is the name of the character ida's Mm -hmm. requiem because i believe you're that's where you make your day de correct and then there's knock knock knocking on hootie's door and you play the wonderful amazing rain whispers and to celebrate you oh i'm gonna get emotional i i'm gonna probably cry i like almost started crying because i just was like i'm so proud of you and i just heard your voice in disney plus and like i don't know why i'm crying but like i just you do such (laughs) amazing wonderful work your character is so great you're so talented and just so perfect for like this voice acting and like i was like that's my friend that's my friend and you're on disney plus and i'm listening to you and like But it's like you you really melt into this character (laughs) and the show in and of itself is so amazing to see. It's amazing representation. It's like fantasy, but with like diverse characters in it. And you play, I think, Disney's first non-binary character.
1: Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, James. Oh, my heart. You're making me cry over (laughs) here. That's so sweet. That means a lot, James. You know, and... I just feel like we go so ba- far back, you know, yeah. and it's just like I am so fortunate and grateful. Like I know with time like we you lose each other, but then you find each That's other correct. and then like, you know, yeah. and I just think we're in our like our 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 upswing. Yeah. With just, you know, our relationship and our friendship, which I value so much. And I am equally so proud of you. I mean, you are just you are on it like and you I feel like now like you have such a firm understanding of who you are and what you need mm. and you're able to start make choices mm. from that place. And sometimes it means pulling back here and mm. maybe I'm gonna accelerate here. But now I'm gonna then you know, like you are the a beautiful master of like your your life and you taught me a lot of that about like manifesting and being you know, happy because that's your that's your birthright. You deserve to be happy, and you're. It's up to you to figure out like what that equation is.
0: <laughs> oh, it's gonna be love. I honestly, everything that you're saying, I feel the exact same way about you. I like just you are radiating. You just are you. It's like you are you, your true self, and you mm-hmm. are doing such amazing work from it because it's coming from such an authentic space, and yeah. it's just you are attracting all these great wonderful things because you absolutely deserve them and you work so hard as well and so congratulations on the owl house it's such a great series and show check it out on disney plus like it is it's so great i feel like the humor in it is so hilarious again like there's like uh it's the main protagonist is a lot
1: she's latina yes she is she is luz luz nocera and the voice actor is amazing. We yeah. we hung out recently. Her last is name is Robles. Robles, yes. Sarah Nicole Robles. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And I'm actually meeting with Sissy Jones tomorrow uh, to go on a walk. She's the voice actor of Lilith, <gasps> mm-hmm. the uh, S- Ida's sister, like yes. the dark black yes. hair. Yes. But anyways, uh, it's just been a, a beautiful experience, and I'm this so happy to be a part of it. Is- show like that it's yeah.
0: fucking phenomenal it's everything like again it is like diverse people doing like world of like magic and stuff like yes. that it's fantasy it's so amazing exactly. and it's the plot continues it's not just like a one and done episode it's like it all builds and it's just so mm-hmm. well written it's so fucking hilarious so yes. definitely go watch the owl house and also you can also go on amazon prime and check out i'm in a movie <gasps> called shit and champagne Ooh. Bleep, so, bleep. No, I'm just <laughs> Oh, yeah. You have to, if you're trying to find it, you have to do S H star Sorry. T and then and champagne because uh, they yes.
1: censored the name. How rude. But yeah. yes, y'all, go watch it. It's a daisy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot going on in it. I. Uh, it's like a
0: '70s drag exploitation film, is how it is sort yes. of. Uh, but definitely watch it, rate it. Uh, there's a sequel we're shooting this summer, and uh, I think you'll like the sequel. The sequel, I have even more to do in it. As
1: that's what I want, y'all. I need more. <laughs> I need more James. <laughs> but if you do watch it, definitely rate and review it. So you've got two
0: things: Owl House and Shit Ch- and Champagne, and you just spent some time listening to the folks who are involved in those projects. So, yes. G-list to the B-list. All right. Well, Avi, (laughs) as (laughs) you're always so wonderful to have you here on the show, love you, adore you, you're fabulous. Mm. Keep shining bright.
1: I love you more. Back at you. You're my favorite forever. Sparkle pony. Kisses.
0: Well, that was an episode. It did not disappoint I feel like we did what needed to be done. Tens across the board go Team Minority Corner. Yay, it's even you, listeners. That's even you. Well, that is going to be the show. Remember, check out Owl House if you haven't already. It's such a great show. Beautiful, amazing journey. Fun for all ages. Get into it. And you can also see Shit and Champagne. I'm in it. It's on Apple TV and Amazon Prime. Give yourself the gift of joy and laughter and queerness do it do it well that is the show and uh if you haven't seen it oh it's launching you all can finally see it eternals marvel studios eternals hits the big screen uh i'm curious go check it out go check it out i'm not surprised the reviews are divisive you either love it or it wasn't for you but uh they're doing something very different with it y'all know how i feel maybe i'm a little biased but next week Mackenzie is going to be back and we are going to do a deep dive into eternals somewhat deep dive a non-spoiler one but we will talk about the characters i have the production notes because i got them so we're going to dive into some of these behind the scenes secrets and production notes hopefully i will not be fired from marvel um see what i do for y'all see what i do keep it a secret between us don't don't tell everybody uh just some things that i learned while preparing for the red carpet uh, about the how the sausage of the eternals was made and to get you hyped and ready to go for when you do go see it if you haven't already seen it don't worry we got you, so you'll be ready to dive on into this world that chloe Zhao has created all right that's gonna do it well thank you so much to our lovely fabulous editors and producer sarah brown our production coordinator lori fowler to all of our maximum fund members and to our listeners of course thank you so much for listening can't do the show without you because together we're the majority love y'all and happy fabulous week